0: To just recommend a really good book it's called defenders of the west by raymond ibrahim he is a arabic scholar and uh arabic historian and he did a great talk on the crusades now how many have heard the crusades they're awful horrible terrible awful uh, things that the church did we don't want to become crusaders it's awful did you know that the crusades were a response to the 18 barbaric crusades that the Muslims did prior to them acting and going to war. They They were a response of the church because Christians were being slaughtered in the Islamic lands. And they said, enough is enough. We have to do something. We have to take up arms and fight. And you know, the Bible does say in Ecclesiastes chapter three, there's a time to love. There's a time to hate. There's a time for peace and there's a time for war. And if you're a pacifist, can I tell you, you're deceived. There is a time when we have to go to war. There's a time where we have to hate. And there's a time for the sake of our civilization that we have to take up arms. What happened during the Crusades, and if you read this book, you'll see what happened. Now, I want you to imagine being under Islamic control in the 13th century, the 12th century. And what was required of you? You were taxed. Of course, you were, they took from you. They took taxes from you. But one of the taxes that the, the, the Islamists would require from you as a Christian, because you are a Christian, you have five children, we're going to take two of your children. It's called a child tax. We're taking, two of your chi- we're taking two of your five children, and we're going to raise them as jihadists in our own country. And they would take those children from the age, you know, five to ten. They would molest them. They would rape them. They would indoctrinate them. And they rose up, they, they, rose, they created a whole entire army of these Christian children that were now converted to Muslims, and then they were sent back into their own territory to kill their own families. Now, if you're a pacifist and you would tolerate that, something is severely wrong with you. Like, if you would not take up arms against something as evil as that, you need your head checked. There is a time when our, that we can't say, oh, in a hundred years, who's going to care? There is things that are happening right now that we can't just say, well, let bygones be bygones. No, we have to act. We have to speak truth and we have to see what the enemy plans to do. And if we are silent in the face of evil, that is evil itself. We have to not only speak out, but encourage, act. And if it calls us to go to war, that's what we'll have to do. Just trying to bring you into a biblical understanding. There's a story in the Bible about a guy named Naboth. And Naboth wanted the vineyard that was next to him. And when he went and asked Naboth, Ahab went over and said, Can I have your vineyard? And he said, No, it's the Lord's inheritance. I won't give it to you. And so Ahab, the king, went home and cried like a baby and pouted and wouldn't eat. And so, did not give it to me? He was crying. And then Jezebel came in. Now, I may know Jezebel is not a good name. Jezebel, Queen Jezebel came in and said, Oh, honey, let me get that for you. You're the king. You deserve it. It's what you want. It's close. It's, it'll work out perfectly. And she created this whole scheme. She lied. She did whatever it took to have Naboth killed so that her husband could take the land. Now there's some similarities to the story what we see going on in the media today between that story because, number one, there's a conflict over land. Notice that. There was a conflict over Naboth's land and Ahab. Ahab wanted it, but Naboth said, no, this belongs to the Lord. This is land that's been set apart for me and my family. And then what happens is then Ahab becomes the victim. Woe is me. Wah, 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 wah. Now let me ask you a question because as I've studied how the Jezebel spirit operates. If you're a person that's for the underdog, come on. How many have ever said that before? I'm just always for the underdog, right? The one who's behind, the one who looks like there's no way they, they can win. I'm going to throw my support behind the underdog. Is that, does that make sense? Because anybody like that? They're like, yeah, I'm, I'm always for the, I'm rooting for the underdog, rooting for the underdog. How many know sometimes the underdog is evil and the underdog is not right? But today, because of this ideology called Marxism, the underdog is always the one that's supported in our media, in our churches, in our, in Hollywood and culture. If you can identify as the victim, as the underdog, you'll get support. And then you have a car block to do whatever you want and be justified in what you did. So there's a conflict over land, people are playing the victim, and then a false false narratives are being created right now. False narratives applied. What did Jezebel do? She created a narrative that got Naboth killed so that they could get the land. There's narratives that are being created out there that makes the Palestinians look as the victim and makes Israel look the wicked people. Now, in both sides of the story, your pastor is not saying that Israel is righteous and all Jews are righteous. They're as wicked as any other people group, if you know any. They're good people that are in the Arabic community that don't want to see this happen, but because the Hamas, which is the terrorist group that leads the Gaza Strip right now, was voted in by the Palestinians, they're in charge. And it reminds us as a people, if we tolerate evil in our own government... It's not just our evil government that will go down, but all of us will go down. So we have to become intolerant of evil. We the people. And there are things that are happening that we got to be aware that there is false narratives that are put out there to see Israel lose their land. And what happens if that happens? Back in 2005, we moved here in 2005 to, uh, to the Richmond area. I believe, yeah, it was 2005. We were coming from Illinois to uh, Richmond to be established here and to make a difference in the community and been here almost, almost 20 years, you believe that? It's crazy. But in 2005, as we were packing, as we were leaving, I'm watching CBN News. And it's August 2005. And I'm watching... What's going on in the Gaza Strip in 2005 as I'm packing? And I'm, you ever watch something and you have this gut feeling like, Ugh, like something is, this is not right. This is not right. And what had happened in 2005 is Condoleezza Rice, our secretary of state, and George Bush. People say there's not a demon behind every bush. There's one behind this bush. They pushed Israel to give up the Gaza Strip, that piece of land, to give it up so that the Palestinians and Israel could have peace. They pushed them. They forced them. What happened is is they went in with bulldozers and they forcefully removed 10,000 Israelis from the Gaza Strip. Now, if you study a map, the Gaza Strip is on the coast. It's beautiful land. It's prosperous. They were forced to give it up because of our own nation. George Bush and Condoleezza Rice forced them to give up the land for peace. The Israeli population, there's, we are 500 to 1 compared to Israelites. So what their population is, we have 500 times more. No. Yeah. Three out of every two people are good at math. You know that joke. What happened is right after Israel went in do, to do that with the American banking, or with the American backing in banking, Hurricane Katrina hit New Orleans within three days after they were forced out. And there was a 500 to one forced evacuation. Like, 10,000 evacuated from Israel, 500,000 evacuated in America. The exact ratio from population to devastation. How many think that was God's curse and judgment upon America? For the Gaza Strip, where did this attack just happen from Gaza? The evil and the horrible things that took place, the murder of babies and innocent civilians. Thousands of people killed. You see what happened during that rave and, and the, the terrorists came in and just shot and raped women and killed and it's horrifying what happened last week. Our hands are stained with blood. You understand? America. America. Because I'm not pointing at... I, I'm taking... I mean, I understand this is terrorism. This is an ideology of Islam that's evil. But... America's eyes aren't opened. If what happened in 2005 happened to America in a similar thing, get your guns ready, America. Because that evil is coming. It's probably already here with our borders being wide open. A year ago, I thought the borders are open because the left wants their votes. Mm-mm. It's much more sinister and evil than you could ever imagine.